Injured in a car accident? It's about money. Your money. Your settlement. We cap attorney's fees at 30% of the first million. Any recovery above that is all yours. No recovery? You pay no fees or costs. We strive to get you more at LawyerUp904.com. Hmm, let's see what I cooked up real quick. Let's go. What else is Jacksonville known for? Like, what's number two, you think? Little... Y'all in the face. <laughs> I don't know what part of y'all thinks Dallas is anything other than the Cowboys. I really don't. I can play the best golf course in the world, go to a fabulous restaurant, and spend the night on the beach. Enjoy Fort Worth, boys. Knock it out at Six Flags. <laughs> Right, looking downfield, fires got a man down there. Yeah. Jones is down there. Makes a yeah. catch at the 20. Inside the 15 yeah. to the 10 to the 5. Yeah. Touchdown, Jacksonville! It's not ho, ho, ho. It's go, go, go. Do! <laughs> Let me tell you something. We are Duval till we die. And look here, we've got a great coach. I, I don't get into a lot of that as much as I want our team to understand that we, we need to be playing meaningful football games in December and January. We've got a franchise quarterback. Third and goal from the 10. Trevor drops again. Fires right side of the end zone. That ball is caught for the touchdown. Marvin Jones Jr. We are not dead in the water. Oh, we in the hunt now, baby. We are never dead in the water anymore. We going to the Super Bowl. For at least for 10 to 15 years. Get Trevor healthy. The guys, the offensive line against that defensive line played incredible today. And like Terry Bradshaw said, do not count Jacksonville as a win. Yada, yada, yeah, it's an easy win. Do not. I'm telling you, he said this third time. Do not count Jacksonville as a win if you were playing Jacksonville. No, when you go up against Jacksonville, you better think twice before you watch your mouth when you come down. Let's go, baby. Let's go, baby. I don't get caught up in, in all the – storylines and, and, and all that that could the shoulda coulda wouldas it's just a matter of those guys in that dressing room believing in themselves and, and getting the job done he dropped the throw looking looking fires middle of the field and that ball is picked off it is picked off by Rayshon Jenkins he's running it back along the right sideline that is going to be a touchdown that is going to be a touchdown the Jags are going to win it on a Rayshon Jenkins pick six are you kidding me? How good is that? So, uh, let me talk my talk real quick. Let me say something with my chest. Because we done been punched in the face so many times. So, Jacksonville, I'm talking to you when I say this. Let's enjoy the process. Because it's only the beginning. So, stand up on your feet. Roll your windows down and say it with me. From Moncrete to Mandarin, San Jose to Keystone Heights, Green Cove, Spring, St. Augustine, by your powers combined, we come together and we represent Duval. Come on, somebody. This boy got a hit. P.S. My homie Trevor, uh huh, he got a little message for all the haters out there. How about them Jags? <laughs> Lab disrespected. 1010XL 92.5 FM presents Jaguars Today with your host Mike Dempsey, Tony Smith, and E to the T. How about them Jaguars? <laughs> Can we take that? Is that ours now? Can we use that? I think so. Right? At least for a day. Uh, well, at least until the next time yeah. Dallas beats Jacksonville, yeah. when's that going to be? Super Bowl? Yeah. Hope you make it. Let's go. We'll see you there, baby. Yeah. See you in January. <laughs> or February, I guess, is the case may be. Yeah.
All right, maybe I'm a little ahead of myself right now, but the Jacksonville Jaguars are in control of their playoff fate, Tony. I don't know if you can be in control of fate. It's always a sticky kind of a mm -hmm. verbal corner to walk yourself into, but you know what I'm saying. Went out, and we're hosted in the middle of January at TIAA Bank Field. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Jaguar fans, David Garrard's got the day off. Terrible day to spend with your family, Dave. <laughs> Absolutely rotten day to spend with your family, especially considering we're off the next two Mondays. Yeah. So we're going to celebrate Victory Monday long distance. I was so bummed that the week that I had everything going on where I was sick for the week was coming that Monday coming out of the Baltimore game. I was like, ah, oh, this is not the week Bad to be one out. To miss. Like, this is awful. Yes. Today is worse, right? To Ooh, not be in doggy. for this right now. With what they've done the last two weeks, I mean, they, they scored seven points in the first half yesterday. They walked out of the building with 40. Correct. Right? Like, oh, my gosh. I don't think the Jags, even as good as Mark Burnell was, he had Jimmy and Keenan, right? So, it's not like they couldn't score when they needed to score. And once they brought Fred in, I mean, they were dynamic on that side of the ball. But I don't think they ever had a guy that when he was handed the ball late in the game feels like this. Oh, my God, Tony. No. Like, uh, this is nuts. I mean, you look at the numbers now. He's creeping up in the top ten in all the major passing categories in the league and even higher in some regards. And that's fine. The stats are fine. Mm -hmm. It's that feeling you get now when you've got the ball in the fourth quarter. And, Tony, what was it, two months ago? How many people call him? Trevor can't win in the fourth quarter. He can't make yeah. the plays. No, he hasn't yet. Doesn't mean he can't. Just because he hasn't. And I think you're seeing that clearly now. We're sitting there as soon as the Jags lose the fumble. And by the way, I'm screaming at Trevor. Protect the ball. <laughs> Tony will uh, attest to this. I uh, mean, I yeah. am screaming as he's running that ball. Protect the ball. Protect. And then the fumble. Mm -hmm. And we're still sitting there going, yeah, three timeouts. We get that thing back with a minute to go. We'll still go down the field and we'll send this thing to overtime. Yeah. Might not have enough time to win it. And that's what happened. Uh, terrible decision on Mike McCarthy's part to throw deep. And, look, it's one thing to throw deep. If you're Dak, you got to give your guy a chance to make a play on the ball in bounds, and maybe the ref throws a flag. Maybe, yeah. Right? He threw so far out of bounds. It, you saved the timeout. Terrific. I mean, so many efforts to single out in this game. Evan Ingram getting out of bounds with what turned out to be 12 seconds left. Reminiscent of that Alan Hearns play. Absolutely. I mean, he's parallel yeah. to the ground, inches off the ground, Tony. And just an amazing effort to get out there. Of course, you still have the timeout now in your back pocket, and you yep. can't set up what you did without having that timeout. It was so beautiful. But here's what I don't think we talked enough about in the postgame yesterday. Mm -hmm. This offensive line. Yeah. Now, Trevor had a couple of Houdini escapes. Yes, he did. And okay. Yeah. It's okay for your quarterback to help out your protection, boy, right? Boy, is he feeling it. Yeah. But at one point, your right tackle goes out, and then shortly after, your left tackle goes out. So, Walker, we'll throw you in at right tackle. Now I we'll... mean, Sheriff is obviously playing hurt. Right, right. He is less than 100%. Yeah. And yet, did Demarcus Lawrence make the trip to Jacksonville? Right. Honestly, Micah Parsons had a sack. Outside of that sack, he had one assisted tackle in the entire game. Rayshon Jenkins and Foyer Aluakon scoff at those tiny little totals. <laughs> I mean, Lawrence had one tackle in the whole game, and he yeah. played about 70% of the snaps. Well, and we've come in here for how many Mondays just this season talking about 
Trevor Lawrence and the expectation is that his he's going to be compared sooner rather than later to guys like Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes and, you know, the top, the cream of the crop at the quarterback position in this league. And we've talked about it. Those guys are, yeah, they may turn it over a time or two in a game, but then they put four in the end zone. Well. We've been talking about it all season, right? right? Yesterday, that was the script. Exactly. He turned it over twice. Didn't matter in the end. And you want to, you'll coach off those mistakes that he made in that game yesterday. But the fact that he made that interception, it's like, okay, let's see how they respond to this one. How do they respond? How about over the top to Zay Jones? How about on the next drive he finds Marvin Jones? I mean, it was just like, whoa. You know, for anyone who still even has the same old Jaguars in their vocabulary with this football team, you need to walk away from it, man. It's been time to walk away from it. But what they're what he's doing right now, the last five weeks, the come from behind victories, that one yesterday, the biggest of them, unbelievable. The level of play they're getting out of Trevor right now. You, you talk about the turnovers to the big play ratio and what is the exact ratio. I don't know. No. I'll say this. This is what I do know. Trevor Lawrence is tied for fifth with 24 touchdown passes. That's the fifth most in the National Football League. Of the guys, now there are five guys either tied or ahead of him, right? Because he is tied in that spot. The mm-hmm. only one with a lower interception percentage on the year is Tua. Tua Tungavailoa. And it's by 0.1%, okay? And he's got Tyreek and Jalen He's got Tyreek and Jalen Waddle. Are they are they good? I think they're okay. good. Now, this is not a, a question of the volume because Tua's missed some games. This is the percentage of your throws that yeah. get picked off, yeah. okay? Um, Patrick Mahomes has 35 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. Hey, that's... You know, you you can live with eleven. He's Mahomes. When yeah. you got thirty five, yeah. right? Joe Burrow thirty one and ten. Josh Allen thirty and eleven. Geno Smith twenty six and eight. Mm-hmm. Two is twenty four and five. Trevor's twenty four and seven. And then, then you've got uh twenty uh, Kirk Cousins twenty four and eleven, uh right there. So uh, what did I say at the half? You know, kind of half joking a little bit. Jags down fourteen. I said, hey. We're the Vikings. We just scored 19, <laughs> right? Like, instant. I, we just got an instant 19 because they were down 33. Yeah. We're only down 14. Yeah, and I said, now you just got to turn the Cowboys into the Colts. And they kind of did. They kind of did. They kind of did. Uh, look, I, I was right on the Cowboys score. I had them scoring 34. <laughs> so, uh, look, the Jags offense came to play. I, You know, I felt like it was kind of that ball game at halftime that I thought it was going to be. Jags would pick up the pace offensively. They'd get the ball first in the second half, but Mm -hmm. didn't know if they'd be able to stop Dallas. Well, they got stops when they had to. They didn't stop them throughout. But, man, you tell me, was there a bigger three and out this year than getting that ball back to Trevor Lawrence with a minute to go? And you could see him on the sideline, like, just give me another shot, right? Oh, no doubt. Like, everything you saw from – we just got on the text line, by the way, from Bush Drive Rich – America's County whipped America's team's ass. Mm. <laughs> You've all pride worldwide. Yeah. Not bad at all. All right, so uh, today, you know the drill. It's a reaction Monday. Victory Monday, baby. Oh, I, I, 15 minutes in, I haven't even uttered the words Victory mm-hmm. Monday yet. We're getting so used to it. It's becoming commonplace, Tony. You know, you look down the list, the one loss, right? Like, if you go to, like, ESPN on the schedule, they do – the wins in green and the losses in red, right? And I, th- I felt like the Jags were like Black Widow. You know, I got a lot of red in our uh, ledger there. Mm-hmm. Well, starting to green up a little bit <laughs> over the last six games. So we got four victories in that span of time. We got time to worry about the Jets, okay? Today's not that day. I ain't worried about anything. Jags had a 12-hour rule, and that's understandable for them. We do not. 
So let's react to what went down yesterday. One of the most exciting home games I can remember, and I've been to just about all of them over the years uh, here in Jacksonville, Florida. So uh, 641-1010 if you want to get in the phone lines or the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures, the Chad and Sandy Real Estate question of the day, simply asking you what is your reaction to the Jags winning 40-34 to over formerly America's team. The universe's team has spoken and go home, Dallas, with your tail between your legs. Uh, if you want to get in on Twitter today, you can certainly do that. Twitter was fun yesterday. Man, I, mm-hmm. I, I tweeted all uh, just hanging out with Jaguar fans online till about uh, 1130 last night when I got home. Had a blast doing it. Uh, but you can hit us up at MD underscore 1010XL, at 1010XL Fat Tony. And, of course, at IME2, the T. Come on, somebody. You know, ET, I, I tweeted out yesterday, uh, do MFN Vol, right? And, <laughs> right? So, so somebody said, hey, it's okay. Say it with your chest. I okay. said, listen. I'm on the clock, okay? <laughs> when I'm on the clock for the Jags, that's as far as I'm going to go. But uh, it might have been uttered behind closed doors yesterday a time or two. So uh, we are ready to go. We are fired up. How can you not be? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Jaguar fans, oh, the city is abuzz right now, Tony. We the whole be- football-talking country is abuzz. A month now, from now. Now, it may now. be more the Dallas side of it. You know, from a national perspective, but they're talking oh, about Oh, I you. think they're starting to notice. Yeah, they're they're starting to notice. You. And you're, what you're going to start seeing now is everyone wants to pretend they're the first to the party. Because you're not the first to the party, okay? Mm-hmm. But everyone's going to start going, oh, you know, Trevor Lawrence is this and that. And, you know, next year, Trevor Lawrence. And everyone's going to trip over themselves to be the, quote-unquote, first to predict just the heights that Trevor Lawrence will reach. Well, you know what, let's just enjoy the ride for the next three weeks and uh, certainly for the next two hours. Let's enjoy discussing what went down yesterday. So, we're off and rolling with Tony Smith and E.T. David Guard's got the day off. I'm Mike Dempsey. We'll take your calls next. This is Jaguars Today on 1010XL and 92.5 FM. He dropped a throw. Looking, looking. Fires middle of the field and that ball is picked off! It is picked up by Rayshon Jenkins. He's running it back along the right sideline. That is going to be a touchdown. That is going to be a touchdown. The Jags are going to win it on a Rayshon Jenkins pick six. Are you kidding me? How good is that? Now more Jaguars today on 1010XL 92.5 FM. So I had a little fun. I was having a great time last night on social media. And by the way, for the record, because some did ask, I was only drunk on victory. That was it. <laughs> I, I'm telling you. Like, people were like, no, it's bourbon. I'm like, no, it's not. It's really not. I'm just, uh, like, I had the endorphins just uh, flying yesterday, Tony, bouncing off the walls. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. So I threw a little poll out there because everybody loves Trent Balky. Everybody loves talk about Trent, Super Trent. Oh, always. Right? I yeah. said, Jack fans, if the team makes the playoffs – are you good running it back with Trent Baalke? I said, now, no way he'd be fired, in my opinion. I'm just asking, would you be good with it? Uh-huh. What percent? I don't know. Have you peeked at the poll? No. What percent? I, the, your choices were hashtag Balky Masterclass <laughs> and hashtag Get Bent Trent. Uh-huh. Okay. What percent voted Get Bent Trent, even if the Jags make the playoffs? I'll go 18 30.1. Like, what? If they make the playoffs? If they make the playoffs. And so, 
Chad Coon. Man, some of y'all just can't who, let go. Chad, who's a good dude. I like Chad. He's, you know, good, very yeah. active out there on Jaguar Twitter. He goes, uh, I agree there's no way he'd be fired, but his success is tied to Trevor. So he's blessed beyond measure for that. Hashtag blessed. Uh, all the money he spent on D was for naught. Really? Did Rayshon Jenkins get any of that money mm. from Trent Baalke? I'm not sure. Did Oluwakin have eight? Billion tackles in the last month. Um, he said 44-33, still have much to prove. Will Ridley be back to form? Ridley? Let's, I, so my reply was, putting him aside, do we not give him any credit for her? Christian Kirk, Zay Jones, Evan Ingram, Brandon Sheriff, Boye Lewican, Luke Fortner, Travis Etienne, Tyson Campbell, Arden Key, Chad Muma, Resigned Smoot. I mean, right. there are others, including Rayshon Jenkins, who is probably your AFC Defensive player of the week. It's just so fun. Some people are just so entrenched on that uh, that uh, that's where they're at. Like, mm-hmm. you know, sorry. Yes, anyone would have drafted Trevor Lawrence, but he did. He was there. He did it. You know, I mean, y- you think back to, what was it, 98? Um, everyone said, oh, anyone would have drafted Peyton Manning. Nah, not if you were, were there. Yeah. <laughs> it was like 60-40, I would say. It wasn't 50-50, but I'd say it was like 60-40. There was a discussion. Yeah. Was Ryan Leaf the better pro prospect? Yeah, got to acknowledge the hits along with the misses. And look, we are That's both, all I'm saying. Yeah, right? We're both in the camp of if it was up to us, Trent Baalke wouldn't be the general manager this year. Correct, but now at this point – That I'm, doesn't mean he hasn't done a good job this year. If the Jags win out – are you kidding me? Right. Like, all right. Anyway, that's I, I just have a little fun with that yesterday. You're Still that welcome high, to vote huh? on that. Okay. I got right. 30%. 30.1 actually said, nope, get bent, Trent. So, hey, sorry, Trent. <laughs> <sighs> all right, here we go. Uh, also, people asking about playoff scenarios, right? Here's here's the scenario. Win. Win your damn games. Yeah. All right, and then don't worry about anybody else. But bottom line it, you're going to have to beat Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Okay, unless... No, even if, even if the Titans, we because I was doing this last night, I was getting ahead of myself thinking, could the Jags clinch it before week 18? You can't. No. Right? Because even if you win the next two, that puts you at eight wins, right? Tennessee right now is at Titans, seven. Titans know that if they win week 18, they're going to the playoffs. Correct. Yeah. Right? So, now, they could still potentially go to the playoffs losing 18 in a wild card scenario because they're a game better than the Jags are right now. The Jags are not dead in the wild card race. No. But bottom line, just beat the Jets on Thursday, mm-hmm. right? And then we'll worry about Houston yeah. after that. And yeah. we'll worry about the Titans after that. We'll keep talking about the scenarios if the Jags keep winning as if they're going to keep winning. And if they lose, we'll react to what they have to do from there. But be honest, and I know you you are anyway. It's just an expression. Uh-huh. Dallas was by far the most daunting opponent they had on their schedule. 100%. Now. Left in the last month. Now, they've shown they can lose to anyone. They lost to the Texans, and they're the only team to do that this year. They lost to freaking Denver. They've lost to some of the worst teams in the National Football League. But yep. they're starting to beat good teams. In fact, the strength of victory, in, which is the winning percentage of the teams you beat, is the highest of any team in the National Football League. So their wins are quality wins. They just don't have enough of them yet. We'll see. All right, let's go to get a few calls in here. Uh, starting with Lamar. Calling from Dallas, Texas this morning. I hope he is a transplanted Jags fan. Good morning, Lamar. Let's go, LJ. Duval. Right back at you, Lamar. Man. What's going on? Man, let me tell y'all, man. I wanted to call in last week, man. This is like the best Christmas present mm. 
that the Jags can give me, other than winning the Super Bowl, man, to beat the Titans in Tennessee and then come back and beat Dallas the following week, man, I feel like, oh, man, like I will no longer be ridiculed in my home state <laughs> for rooting for the Jacksonville Jaguars because I told everybody, y'all going to put some respect on my quarterback's name after this week. And dang, so I'm looking at these Cowboys fans' faces just laughing at them. Yeah, y'all going to respect my boy T-Law now. Man, we gonna let's run through the Jets. Let's go on ahead and whoop up on Houston. I know it ain't going to be easy. And then let's go on ahead and get Tennessee, man. Let's go on ahead and get this W getting this playoffs, baby. All about it, Lamar. Thank you, sir. Uh, from Lamar's lips to whoever's ears need to hear it, <laughs> let's beat those three teams, Jags, okay? Those yeah. are the next three opponents. And look, man, I'm not taking any of them for granted. Like, I think the Jags should be considered the favorites in each of these games as it stands right now. I just think they're better than the Jets. They're, they're such a gulf. Now, Zach Wilson threw for 300 and a couple of touchdowns yesterday, but he also is about 50% completion percentage. So he's a drive killer a lot of the times. But that defense is legit, mm -hmm. right? And then we've seen we've had problems with Houston. And just because you beat Tennessee, is anybody going to feel that comfortable until the game <laughs> goes final, right? No, so no, no. still got a lot of business to take care of. But they put themselves in position now for that business to mean something. Uh, Cole in San Pablo is next up on Jaguars today. Good morning, Cole. Good morning, fellas. Happy Victory Monday. Happy Victory Duval. Monday. Duval. Major congratulations to Mr. Lamar holding his head high in his home city mm -hmm. as well. But I wanted to share with you guys a, a little story of what happened with me this weekend and how it pertains to the win. Uh, Shout out to Dr. Fowler, Jacksonville resident, but a, a star fan, unfortunately. And he uh, spent a lot of money to take the family to the game. And uh, he was feeling real confident as the, the, the cowgirls were leading. He sent me a couple texts knowing that I was hooping and hollering on the touchdown, telling me, go ahead and sit down. Don't get too hype on this one. And uh, the man's feeling a little hurt this morning. I don't think he wants to golf with me anymore on Friday. So <laughs> prayers and well wishes to Dr. Fowler in the area. I just want to say thank you guys for giving us this outlet to celebrate this victory. And as well as I shared with ET, man, thank you for everything he does with the community. The city is on the rise. This team is on the rise. And I'm proud to be able to enjoy the ride. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Cole. Cole's riding that endorphin rush, too. You can tell right there. I mean, that's fantastic. Yeah. E.T. does do a lot for that the city. That was sneaker ball. Yes. Well, that sneaker ball was off the chains. I, if, if anybody had a weekend, I had a weekend. I bet you did have a weekend, my man. Uh, it sounds like it. So, hey, um, look, shouldn't Cowboy fans be used to it by now, honestly? This is what they do. I mean, since the Jags have come into the league, yeah. I mean, basically – you know, this is who they are, right? Very talented, but, you know, somebody somebody rises up and puts them in their place mm -hmm. at late in the season, and here we are once again. So enjoy that. Uh, back to, you know, same old, same old Cowboys yeah. fans. I was a Cowboys fan, I'd be saying the 49ers in the playoffs. Oh, no. Oh, really? Brock Purdy's going to do it to us this year. Uh -huh. Hey, look, that, that's their issue, man. I don't even yeah. care. I don't have any animus towards the Cowboys. Care of what we could take care of yesterday. Right. This now, Jag fans – Cole, all of you, you know, I, I don't need to tell you, but I just I, am enjoying expressing it. You're going to walk into that stadium now every damn time, your chest a little bit more puffed out because freaking 16. Mm -hmm. I may have to preemptively say he's arrived because I, I want to I wanted give it the last four weeks of the season. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like, uh, let's, I, you know, there's no need to rush. No matter what I call him, no matter what label I put sure, on him. yeah. 
it, it is what it is, and you see it happening right before your very eyes. And again, we all had that collective feeling. Oh, we got it back? We got what? A minute? And a timeout? Pfft. Come on. <laughs> you know, like we felt like, I mean, look, could it go wrong? Could they turn it over? Sure. Yeah. But they had the ability to do it, Tony. They yeah. had the ability. Uh, and my goodness, we got to start spreading some love. Zay freaking Jones. What a day. Okay. Career high in receptions this season. Career high in yardage this season. Too short of his career high in touchdowns. What a day for Zay. Became only the fourth Jaguar with three receiving touchdowns in a game. Spectacular performance. Christian Kirk, you don't need to catch the whole football. Catch it back end. It's fine. Whatever. Marvin Jones, go get you another touchdown. Evan Ingram, do your thing, baby. I mean, come on. Travis Etienne. All right. Don't love the fumble. Over 100 yards back in the productive category, and that's just some of the offensive guys. <sighs> Love it. Let's get Sam and Nocatee. I'm getting a little carried away this morning. Sam, good morning. You're on Jaguars today. Yeah, hey, so uh, I'm, I'm I'm calling in to take my punishment because I was the guy who left when Trevor fumbled. Mm. and got the watch field goal from um, a tailgating party and then heard the, the winning touchdown on 95 heading home. Ah, and so, you've yeah, learned your I'm lesson, Sam. You've learned your lesson, yes, I, I hope. I sure did. I'm done with that. I'm never leaving again. I'm your fan. <laughs> hey, bro, but, like, anyway, I get it, man. Go ahead. Sorry. No, it's just a good victory. It, it was a lot of fun. I just wish I wasn't listening to it on 95. Out, <laughs> you know, we hear you, brother. Hey, uh, listen, you know, you're not the only one. Certainly and, not. No. And, uh, I mean, uh, again, all right, look, Jack fans, you've been beaten down. I get it, right? I totally get it. Total, and and most times, yeah, you're not going to win that game. This but in the 20, 2009 Jaguars, we we most times have not had Trevor Lawrence, yeah. and we're not only just having Trevor Lawrence. Having him's not enough. You saw we had him last year. He was here, and he had such incompetent coaching. <laughs> it's it's not even funny. It's like night and day now. Yeah, Ray Sean asked after the game, "What's the difference, coaching? Coaching? Why are we playing this coaching?" I mean, whew, Doug Peterson is starting. The whispers are starting. Consideration for coach of the year if this team makes the playoffs. I'm not – like, Doug is right. I'm not worried about any of that. You know, oh, that'll yeah. take care of itself, man. You can have your awards. Give me a home playoff game. That's what we want. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Come on. Like, I don't know with the voting with that, especially what Sirianni's doing in Philadelphia, what that would look like. like oh, look. Like, uh, and, Brian Dable's having a terrific season. I'm with you. Like, I don't great think, candidates. I don't think it matters in the end, but the argument that you could make for Doug Peterson if they do make this run at the end of the year and make the playoffs coming for what they came from last year, which is a lot of people in league circles are we're talking about Urban Meyer, the biggest disaster as a head coach in NFL history. And that a year later, they would have this kind of push in the second half of the season and win the division. You're darn right. If they do that, he should be at least discussed. In the conversation. That's yeah. all I'm saying. And look, Tone, not only that, now you start to look in the perspective of, like, if you lose that game yesterday, even that one, it's still tenuous, right? You, yeah. Trevor fumbles it away, and the Cowboys, let's say they pick up a first down, they run out the clock. And you're like, damn, damn, just didn't come up big in the biggest moment. Lost another close one. But instead, no, 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 no. It was even better the way it played out, yep. right? The ascension of Trevor Lawrence takes another step. The ascension of this team collectively takes another step. And now you look and you say, now we got six. Maybe we'll get nine. Maybe. 
And when you say, we got nine, and how many of the other ones did we lose by an eyelash? Then you can legitimately go into the offseason. And I'm not blowing smoke, man. Things will change. They're going to lose some players, right? Guys will get hurt that stayed healthy this year. Things happen. 16 ain't going nowhere. He's not going anywhere right. for a long time. Yeah. And guess what? He's not going to be a problem. He's officially a problem. Yep. Okay? Dallas knows it now. They're all starting to learn it now. Whew. Let's take a break. We'll come back. 641-1010. If you want to get on board, uh, we'll step aside right here, and we'll come back with more of your calls coming up on the other side. You're listening to Jaguars today on a Victory Monday. React right here on 1010XL and 92.5 FM. It won't be the last time, Cowboys. Just come back in eight years. We'll give you another one. We'll give you another one, baby. Hey, <laughs> you think of it. Trevor Lawrence will be at the peak of his powers then. He's not even there yet. You kidding me? 31 years old, Tony. You're like middle of your prime now in the NFL, right? Yeah, like, no doubt. I mean, you're still in your prime. Let's put it that way. you got a lot of prime time to come. Uh, this one from – who's this from? I can't – text line today man text line designed by lifetime enclosures rick from jacksonville beach got some teal hair dye waiting at home if the jag's gonna do it like 96 and so am i <laughs> give a mfn duval at the end as well is what he said so i'm not still not sure what those initials mean but we appreciate it my favorite mm, i don't know what the n would stand for my favorite Mm, we'll work on that. We'll work on that, E.T. Neighborhood? My favorite neighborhood. Duval! Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. That's what it stands for. It must. Uh-huh. All right, let's go to Jackie next up here at 641-1010 on a victory Monday. Good morning, Jackie. This is Jackie Rose calling from the heart of the city. It's a beautiful day. Thank you for taking my call. Friends seen and unseen, driving in your car, sitting at work, standing in your kitchen. Listen, in Jacksonville, We've known about hard times. Hard times is only making the playoffs once in 15 years. Hard times is being 10 minutes from the playoffs and having that stolen from us by the referees. Miles Jack was not down. That's hard times. Hard times is your punter chopping his leg off with an axe. Hard times is your head coach leaving the team to grab extra marital boote and then kicking his own kicker. That's hard times. Yesterday, Dallas Cowboys, we know they're America's team. They came to town and found out the Jacksonville Jaguars is America's dream, if you will. We were sluggish in the first half, but at halftime, a field full of immigrants was naturalized as American citizens in Jacksonville. That's the America dream, Jacksonville, where in one day I can go fishing in the river, drink a beer on the beach, Play around the golf at TPC and eat psychedelic shrooms in the woods, daddy. Trevor Lawrence, the man with the power and the man of the hour, faced adversity. He fumbled the ball with two minutes left, and the defense bowed up and brought him back an opportunity for redemption. That's the American dream. And the NFL is about to wake up to the American dream. The Cowboys come to town. Pay $300, $400 a ticket to find out? We can go to the cold rain of New Jersey and let them find out. Or the armpit of Houston, they about to find out. In Tennessee, they're going to come to town as Titans 
and leave his Ewoks soaked in their own tears. The Jaguars are going to the Super Bowl. That's the bottom line. But let me leave you with this. Do Do I think that's the psychedelic mushrooms kicking in right there at the end. Uh, you know, come coming out of the woods, Jackie. I let him go, man. Yeah. I didn't want to get in his way. I was afraid I'd get hurt. Yeah. I wasn't he sure. Done, he done been through too many hard times. Now, he stay out of his way. I, I got to be uh, – let's take a quick poll. Who thought that was extemporaneous? Who thought he might have wrote that out? What, what do you got? Wrote it, wrote it or extemporaneous? Did he, he have notes? He, he was definitely thinking about it. So, yeah – I think you memorized it. It's a, I'll give him the credit for it, but uh, friends, seen and unseen. I like that line as well. Jackie, yeah. nicely done, right? It's, it speaks for itself right yeah. there. With a little bit of that dusty flavor in it, too. Like he had that, a little bit was, of that. That was a lot of fun. You know, might have had a hint of holiday mixed holiday, in there. Holiday-esque. You know, uh, exactly. So uh, we take all comers. Thank you, Jackie. Steve in Melbourne is up next here on Jaguars Today. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, guys, and come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Oh, man, I, I, I understand the defense gave up 34, but uh, they mostly picked on Trey Herndon the whole game. But I'll tell you, Dewan Smoot stepped up, and he covered Tony Pollard. That was amazing. Arden Key stepping up. Big Ham having a pass breakup in coverage. I never thought I'd say that in a sentence. But, I mean, giving up, like you said, the three guys we signed this year having career years. Uh, ETN, don't worry about the butt fumble off of share. Trevor Lawrence, you're the prince that everybody promised, man. And, oh, man, I just can't get over the hype after that game. I almost literally lifted up the TV off the thing and just started shouting and cheering and everything. Uh, Steve, I think you're probably uh, reflecting the opinion of a lot of people. Although yeah. The one thing I'll disagree with, do worry about that damn fumble, yeah. ETN. That's five. <laughs> yeah. So, look, it's all good. We're all happy today. It's Victory Monday. Yep. But that's five. Stop. Yeah. That's enough. That's, that's more be than the enough. End of that. And I'm curious to talk to Logs tomorrow when we are checking the tape and see if they changed what they were doing with their coverage in the second half. Because it did feel like in the first half, talking about Trey Herndon, who was right there, by the way, and I, I can't tell me personally whether or not he got a hand on that final pass. They got intercepted by right, I've watched Jenkins. that replay so many times. I don't know if it bounces off the receivers. Yeah. It's just a weird angle. Yeah, but he's right there yeah. nonetheless he to is. be in position to make a play on the ball. And after the entire first half, basically, look, he's going to be the slot corner. That's who he is. But he's not as good in man as he is in zone. And they kept getting him manned up with C.D. Lamb. And it's like, yeah, if I'm Dallas, I'm going there every time. Every, every time C.D. had him. C.D. was waving to yeah. Dak, like, look, look, look. Every time, and I don't know if they switched to more zone in the second half, and that got Herndon more comfortable, mm-hmm. you know, in the second half of the game. But something changed because Herndon was getting toasted in the first half, and it didn't come up as much. In the, no, it the didn't. And, and look, this defense is massively flawed yeah. right now. They're massively flawed. But they got a key stop when they needed to. Sean had the two picks, including the pick six. I mean, they made plays as well. And that's, look, would we? I'd love to have – the best defense in the league and the best offense and the best special teams. Riley Patterson would have drilled that 48-yarder right down the freaking middle. Yeah. I mean, so all that's great. That's not the reality of where they're at. What Where they're at is they got a special quarterback. They got a group of players that believe in that guy and believe in each other that, you know what, and it's not going to be pretty. 
I'm not. They're not going to necessarily not struggle in all these games the rest of the way, but they have the ability to overcome. They're going to make some mistakes. It's just who they are, right? Is it perfect? No. Is it built? No, right? Uh, but are they a dangerous team that sure. I don't think anybody yeah. in the AFC is going to want to see in the postseason if they get there? Yeah, I think they're that too. Uh, Larry in St. John's County is next up on Jaguars today. Good morning, Larry. Hey, guys. Good morning. Duval. Duval. Okay, real quick. 2017 AFC Championship game. Uh, having a party at the house. The wife and uh, – you know, a bunch of friends and all that. I had a bunch of wings. You know, we got killed. And yesterday, when we won, that felt different. I don't know. I, I can't put my finger on it. But I think things are different now, man. Uh, you guys agree with me or not? I mean. Well, yeah. Just, I mean, it's pretty cool. The, the, the difference is, Larry, you go, in my opinion, the difference for me is you go from hoping can we find a way to win a game to mm -hmm. expecting oh this guy we're gonna get the ball back well, we're like three minutes left at the, we're like all the time in the damn world right yeah. <laughs> you know there's no doubt that yeah. they're gonna drive it down the field now that, obviously they turned it over but then they got the stop and they did it again and got it back to Trev and we're like look they could turn it over again but I, I just believe they were gonna be able to move the ball and they did and guys are making plays yeah it feels different Tony because who you got under center, yeah. man? That's I mean, look, all the rest of it is a team game, and it was a team win. There are so many standout performers yesterday that that rose up and had big moments or great games or whatever the case. But none of it is going to leave you feeling like I mean, we said it last week. You trade them all away. If the choice was the other fifty-two or Trevor, you keep Trevor every time. Yeah, you have a special quarterback. Everything's possible. Well, and it's – I'm not the first to express the opinion, but I joined you on SiriusXM Saturday night, right? Yes, you and did. was asked about, okay, how do you think the game's going to play? It's a fantasy show, but I was asked about how do you think the game's going to play out, and I said, look, I'll, I'm going to pick the Cowboys to win. I did on Friday on this show as well. You know, I picked the Cowboys to win, but I said if I was Dallas and Trevor Lawrence gets the ball last with an opportunity to go get points, I'd be nervous. If I was the Dallas Cowboys, right? And the Jags have never had that guy. They've never had the I'm nervous because he's got the ball uh, guy. And the way Trevor's playing, I mean, it's just anyone they play, if the Jaguars get the ball last and a score is going to win them the game, yeah, you got to be real nervous with the way he's slinging it right now. That's not to say Mark Brunell didn't lead some really Absolutely. effective offenses. That David Garrard wasn't clutch. Think back to the Pittsburgh no playoff doubt. game when you had to have it. That that Blake Bortles didn't give you some of those moments. Sure. But now you're looking at this. This guy is going to be on a different level than all who came before him. Yeah. You know, and knock on wood, Trev, stay healthy, baby. Um, yeah. that That's – my goodness. All right, we've got to take a quick timeout. We're a little past halfway through here on the program. 641-1010. Victory Monday, Reaction Monday, Jags win it Monday, Cowboys go home. And I almost said something I shouldn't write. I gotta be careful right now. Getting a little, little crazy. All right, 641-1010. If you want to hop on the phone lines or the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures, this is Jaguars today on 1010XL 92.5 FM. Four-man rush. He's going to have to scramble out of there. Jackson's going to hit him if he let it go. And ball 
Throws intercepted. It's picked off in the secondary. Rayshon Jenkins is going to run it back. He got it back to the 20-yard line for the Jaguars. Everything you need to know about the Jags. Jaguars today on 1010XL. At Freddie T on ESPN Live right now. Uh, chopping it up with the likes of Ryan Clark and Stephen A. Smith and those guys. I think he just gave a Duval right there because uh, those hands went up to the side <laughs> of his mouth. Pretty sure that's what we got out of Freddie T. How cool is it, man, to have Fred Taylor just hanging out with us for oh, man, every yeah. every game, every uh, home game, at least in person. What a blast. Uh, Freddie T is the absolute best. Uh, all right, uh, this on the text line from Dave. Text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures. Remember when we had red zone issues? LOL. <laughs> yes, and they coincided with the quarterback making some poor decisions in the red zone. And, I mean, like, right. has there been one play that you could point to? I'm sure, like, we're not immersed in all these other teams and what they, they do the way we are the Jags. Hard to imagine there's been one play that somebody's whole outlook and season turned as much as that interception against the Denver Broncos. And yeah. Trevor Lawrence was basically, I'm never going to do it again kind of thing. Not that mistake anyway. I saw Darnold. You see that that touchdown Darnold threw? Yeah. Yesterday? Same play. Yeah. Right? And he rifled that thing in there to DJ Moore. I'm like, Wow. And I'm thinking, oh, Darnold's going to throw a pick here. Darnold's going to throw a pick here. <laughs> We've seen this play. No, he didn't. Uh, Jack snapped a 20-game losing streak against NFC opponents. They did. Cowboys had won 39 in a row when leading by 17 or more. So, <sighs> not anymore. 0 for 1. That's a, it's a new streak. It's a new thing. It's man. a new day, Tony. It is a new day. Like, I day. think you can basically make it a fill-in-the-blank. Remember when they had a fill-in-the-blank problem? Yes, remember when they didn't have Trevor Lawrence? Right. <laughs> In about five years, no one will remember. Jaguar football started now. No. That's not to disrespect the Restarted. greats that came before. Yeah. But uh, they've been rebuilding for a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you think? They've been rebuilding for a while. We, uh, we might man. actually have something that's being significantly built. Yeah, let's not let's not proclaim anything built, yeah. though. We, we've been down some yeah. of these roads before. Yeah, we might take down some construction signs at some point, though. And I, uh, yeah. I uh, think I got it right <laughs> this time. Uh, let's go to Mike in Avondale next up here on Jaguars Today. Happy Victory Monday, Mike. How are you? I'm good Monday. Good, good. Just want to speak to the fumble by Trevor Lawrence. Mm -hmm. You know, in, in the past, and we're all tired of seeing fumbles and interceptions, but in the past, when he would fumble the ball, when he would get back on the field, he wasn't confident because of the fumble. You could see it in him. Now, especially yesterday, after the fumble, I mean, you could see he was devastated. But when he got back on the field, he was confident when he got back on the field. And you just knew seeing him get back on the field with confidence in his demeanor that something good was going to happen. So there's a big difference right there from fumbles in the past and how much he's grown. And now, as he said in his uh, post-game interview, it was one play, one mistake. And what matters is how you respond going forward. And that's where I've seen the most growth in him. I thought that was one of the best interviews he's done post-game, uh, taking responsibility but saying it's one play, one mistake, let's move on, and let's do better. And they did. 
Mike, appreciate it, man. Good stuff. Um, yeah, look, I think he's always had the ability. But, Tony, here's a guy who never had anything negative go his way, right? In yeah. high school, in college, number one overall pick, and he comes in into a mess of a situation with not the greatest collection of skill, talent around him, and it was a struggle. And I, I don't know. I'm not inside Trevor's head, but I got to imagine at some point he maybe did go, you know, maybe I'm – Maybe it was too easy. Maybe, you know, uh, like he might have questioned himself. And now I think you're right. Like before he he dwelt on those mistakes, those negatives, and it did impact him. Mm -hmm. And so clearly now now it's like, man, yeah, I I, I did that, but I know I got this. Yeah. I know, I, and you're, there's no question he's got uh, a higher level of confidence. He's talked about it. Yeah, he certainly has. And I think – Confidence and the way you carry yourself matters in those situations, which is what Mike is pointing out on the call, right? It, it has been, okay, don't let it affect the next series, the next play. And it felt like yesterday when the defense got the stop and got Trevor back on the field that when he was walking out there, the attitude was more, y'all done messed up, let me get back out here, right? Like that's the way that it felt when he was walking back out and – that's very reminiscent to, I mean, I couldn't help but think of the Chargers game in 2017, right? Where the strength of that team was the defense was back on the field. They're going to go make a play. Right. And they did it over and over and over in that fourth quarter and into overtime. And it felt like they walked out saying, all right, you want us out here? Here we are. Let's go. And Trevor walking to the arena, the quarterback has way more control. and There's way more longevity with it when it's that guy. That's going to be the one carrying that kind of attitude and momentum onto the field. And it feels like right now, in the last five weeks, that's how the whole team feels. When Trevor walks on the field in those situations, you can feel the energy for the entire team pick up. And even on the defensive side yesterday, okay, they, they get the fumble, and the defense says, okay, we'll go get a stop and get it back to him because we know what he's going to do if we do. Yeah. Right? And they haven't had that kind of attitude for a long time around here. But they got it right now, and that's what matters. No doubt. Uh, somebody just asked on the text line, decided by lifetime enclosures, when does the NFL typically announce the flex schedule, when, what day and time? Usually it's like the week before. Like I think week 18, it's the week Week 18 of. will be like, right, the very, yeah. like that Monday. Yeah, Monday, or, Tuesday. Right, yeah. but here, here's the deal. The Jags are on primetime this week versus the Jets. Yep. They're not flexing the Houston game because it's not clinching. You win that, no, it doesn't yeah. clinch you anything, and it's Jacksonville-Houston, let's be honest, right? So – Week 18, if it is a winner-takes-the-division title game, loser goes home, oh, it'll be the Sunday night game. It'll be the, the uh, absolutely flexed game uh, because that's what you want, right? You want a game that stands alone and has massive playoff implications for both teams, and it doesn't matter what happens in the other games that go on. They try When there are games that, like, if Miami needs to beat this team, this team needs to lose, and this team needs to lose, I like to stack them all at the same time so nobody has the advantage of scoreboard watching. Um, you can make your plans to be at TIAA Bank Field in primetime in Week 18. I'm very confident of that if, uh, in fact, that game is a winner-take-all for the AFC South. Now, sure. I'm confident. I don't have control over it, so maybe it doesn't go that way, but I would bet money that that's exactly, if the, the scenario plays out, that the Jags versus the Titans is uh, who wins and gets in, that that's what we're going to see. Uh, let's go to Lee in St. John's County next up here on Jaguars today. Good morning, Lee. How are you? We're excellent. How are you? I'm doing great. I will say, first off, lifetime Jaguar, longtime listener, first-time caller. 
was at the stadium yesterday, uh, you know, could have said, you know, 50% or more Dallas fans, couple incidents where they just were, were dogs. And it was beautiful to watch that entire game. When it went to overtime, had to go to the restroom. Before missing that, everybody's Jaguar fans crawling back into the fan or crawling back into the stadium. And, you know, I just want to say I don't think moving forward with Trevor Lawrence, with the development this team has had, I know the defense has had their flaws, highest price defense in the league. Um, you got to give it time. I do think next year we won't see a stadium overrun like that again. And just thank you, Dallas fans. I say DFD, and that is dollars for Duval. Spend your money, take your loss, shut your mouth, and go home. And Jaguar season ticket fans, let's go next year. Buy them. Don't sell them to opponents. And let's go Jags. Uh, Lee, we appreciate it. That was very well done. Uh, what was it? Uh, spend your money. Take your loss. I, I missed it. But it was a nice little little uh, slogan right mm-hmm. there. Uh, Lee is a longtime guy. This is what has happened, Tony. Lee's never called the program, listens all the time. Yeah. Probably thinks, ah, I'm not going to pick up the phone, call in. Everybody else is doing that. That's not me, whatever. No. Trevor Lawrence, the excitement, the team. Look, the team's bought in, man. They bought into each other, and we joke about that kind of thing that they believe. Yeah. They absolutely believe, and you got to. You have to. Uh, week 18, that building could be a madhouse. My goodness, man. Let's 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 make that matter. Yeah. Right? Let's make that matter. For today, just swim in it. Uh, let's get Dave in New Jersey up next here on Jaguars today. Good morning, Dave. Hey, uh, good morning, gentlemen. I'm just calling in just because uh, – I was at I was at work, so I was I wasn't able to watch the game. But uh, I work with a lot of Cowboys fans, and uh, big big shout out to everybody in Duval, obviously representing everything like that. Also, big ups to the team because they made me some money because we we frankly uh I'm so hard. I I kind of wish I I, I kind of wish I could curse. I I could just run through a wall right now. I'm just I'm talking real calm. I'm really excited. I'm happy that you know I love the team. I, I love our direction. I to be honest, with you, I can't remember the name of the uh, the reporter, but uh, uh maybe y'all seen it. A reporter reported apparently that uh. In, in the Titans locker room after the game, they weren't aware that we had picked up the two games on it based on the past handful of weeks, and that they would the team seemed pretty defeated and pretty much down. I really don't. I think the Titans team is going to collapse. I really think we're going to win the division unless we give it away. Even though we're back, I really think we got a great shot to win. I don't think that Titans team is really that good to be, especially not anymore. They look like a broken team, and we look like we're ascending. So I'm really hyped. I'm really excited for the team. Thank you for taking my call, and uh, have a great day, gentlemen. I appreciate it. I'm not sure. It was Paul Kaharski in the Titans locker room afterwards. He said that the players in the room were unaware until that their their lead was in danger. That they were only a game up on the Jaguars, and the way Kaharski said it was, they seemed nervous when I told them. Well, they should be. Yeah. But I'll say this, man. If you just think that team is going to lay down here, Okay. Oh, did you see what they did yesterday? They were tied yeah. with like a minute to go with the Chargers on the road after getting their ass kicked yeah. by you know who, Poison Teal, last week. How does Herbert not carve that team up yesterday after what the Jags did last week? Right? Chargers are the Chargers, man. Is Trevor that much better than? Uh, all right, all right. Uh, anyway, <laughs> um, so look, the Titans could lose to Houston. Mm-hmm. They can lose to Dallas, mm-hmm. and it won't matter if you don't beat them in Week 18. Correct. So, 
I don't care how long the losing streak it's, is. It's fun to watch them lose. It's fun to watch them lose. But they got to do it here. We all want to pee on the Titans. I do, at least. I'll speak for me. And, uh, you know, got to take care of business. Got to make that game matter, first of all. And if it does, there's no two ways about it. You have to win that football no game. Doubt. But, hey, that's three weeks away. Enjoy this one. I guess they're outside their 12-hour window. They, the Jags can no longer enjoy this one. But I can. Jaguar fans can. We'll get more of your calls coming up on the other side. With Tony Smith and E.T., I'm Mike Dempsey. It's Jaguars today on a victory Monday on 1010XL 92.5 FM. Fires in the back of the end zone. The ball's caught. 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 Touchdown, Zay Jones. The Jags have taken the lead. How good is that? Jacksonville has taken the lead. Jaguars today on 1010XL 92.5 FM. All that and Mama's cooking breakfast at No Hog. Is that right? All that? We got all that, E? All that. Man, it's amazing. It is a good day around these parts right here. (laughs) It is fun. I just I found that Kaharski tweet, yeah. Tony. It is crazy. Oh, the Titans fan base is uh, the old uh, Ron Burgundy glass case of emotion right now. Yeah. Uh, this is Kaharski, uh, who has covered that team for a long time. He's with the uh, – oh, he does his own deal now. He used to be with the – Kaharski.com. Or right, he now, does yeah. PaulKaharski.com, but he was with the Tennessean. I think he was with the team's website for a while. He was Outkick for a while, too. Okay, so anyway, he he's covered the Titans for a long time. Yeah. Thoughts coming out of the Titans locker room. That's a tired, beat-up team with zero answers. Several were surprised to hear the Jags are only a game behind them and seem nervous about it. Need a shakeup, but what can be done? The fun part, go find Paul Kaharski at Paul Kaharski NFL and just read the Titan fan replies. This season's over. <laughs> You're in freaking first place with three weeks to go. This season's over, man. I love it. I love it. This one, Paul, can you please ask about the strength and conditioning team? First, do we have such a team? <laughs> ah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I mean. Keep that and show that to D-Rock next time. Are all fan bases like this? Yeah. Yes. They are. Oh, they absolutely are. Yeah. Yes. There's no question they are. But, I mean. Like it's happening in Dallas today. Believe me. But in well, Dallas has seen this song play out before. For sure. Um, the thing is, you look up, and you're like, Ryan Tannehill's really going to be 35 at the start of next season? Mm. Malik Willis has looked like what so far? What? Mm. What? They got Trevor what? Huh? Um, big problem. Y'all get a big freaking <laughs> problem. A big one. A six-foot-six problem. <sighs> Let's go to the phones. 641-1010. Kevin in Savannah is next up here on Jaguars today. Good morning, Kevin. Good morning, gentlemen. Um, wonderful game yesterday. Um, I have two comments, one about the defense and one about Trevor. Uh, Trevor looks like the whole game has slowed down for it, it, It's amazing the difference in just five weeks. Um, also, I like the way he's putting more touch on the ball. Those two teardrop passes, one went to Kirk. I'm not sure who the other one went to where he just – Lifted it up in the air, and they drift, and the ball drifted underneath them. It, it, those were beautiful throws. And also in the pocket, he is keeping his head downfield. He's early in his career. Well, it's still early, but he would get pressure, and he would peel away with his back to the line of scrimmage, and sometimes get. But he's keeping his eye downfield. He's moving well in the pocket. Those two things, uh, the touch and the movement in the pocket, has really led to some good things from Trevor. 
And defensively, the last three games, there's no doubt that with Wingard in the lineup, the defense has looked better. Uh, hopefully he's well and can play next week because uh, I really saw a little drop-off this week compared to the last two. I thank you, guys. Thank you, Kevin. Appreciate it, man. Um, you know, look, Trevor's a continuing work in progress. But here's the thing about the generational label, right? Is he a generational quarterback? He's a generational talent. Mm -hmm. That's a, What does that mean? It's, it's pretty simple. Once every 10 years or so, you feel like a guy comes along that has the – Arm talent, the uh, arm talent, just the ability to make any throw on yep. the field, right? Yep. With accuracy, with touch, with power, with velocity, all the every every kind of throw you could possibly make. Does he have the head to manage the game? Does he have that poise to stand in the pocket yep. when everything's swirling around him? Plus and all like the intangibles, like stuff, Kevin yeah. said, turn your head, go through your progressions. The intang. Does he have leadership qualities? He has everything. Does that guarantee that he'll be? An all-time great quarterback, no, but it gives him the raw material to be a limitless player, mm -hmm. practically. I mean, a limit. When I say limitless, three years from now, maybe two years from now, today, no, three years from now, <laughs> would would it be crazy to think Trevor Lawrence could be considered the best player in the National Football League? So I don't think it's crazy question, at all. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm not saying he's the best now, but. The, the list of quarterbacks that anyone would take over him is shrinking by the second. Yep. And that's not just from the, well, he's 23. He's going to play for another. That's part of it. But I'm talking about the immediate. Who do you want right now? And then when you couple that with, my man's got 15 years to go. Yeah. <laughs> like, holy smokes, yep. man. Uh, yeah, Ryan Tannehill, 34 years old right now. Let's make him look like he's 64. <laughs> In week 18, if he's healthy enough to make it there. Uh, let's get to Andrew on the west side next up here on Jaguars today. Hello, Andrew. Hey, guys. One of the coolest experiences of my life as a Jaguar fan yesterday. I was coming back from a destination wedding in Mexico, connected in Atlanta. We got a flight full of people heading back to Jacksonville in Atlanta. And when everybody's watching the game on the live on the back of their headsets, when Jenkins picked that ball off and took it back, the plane went nuts as if they <laughs> came on and said the engines went down. It was amazing. And then to get off of that plane in a terminal in Jacksonville and walk like Moses through a sea of parted sand. Oh, oh. my goodness the greatest feeling I've ever had as a Jaguar fan. And then to walk as I get the baggage claim past those signs of six foot six Trevor Lawrence looking like about six foot twenty, man, it's it feels good, baby. Merry Christmas. Hey, Merry Christmas right back at you. I, I'm sure it would have been great to have made it home sooner and been at the stadium, but what a great perspective that would be, Tony, as they're all Trying to slink out of town and back to the Metroplex. <laughs> Y'all go on now. Uh, oh boy, uh, that that is a pretty cool perspective right there. I do love, and we don't get to see it much, but I know the fans see it. I've seen it over the years. Like, we're, we're there. You and I are deep in the stadium. We don't see the light of day until two hours after the game, at least two hours after the game mm -hmm. concludes. And uh, so we don't get to see the, the sad, drunken exodus from all those guys, but I oh, remember yeah. it. Well, on the occasions we got to uh, impose that on people. Uh, let's go. What are we? Uh, Bari. Is that right? In San Marco. Hello, Bari. Good morning. 
What's up, boys? You got it right. What's uh, up? Name right. Um, so, you know, look, I can echo pretty much what everybody else has said. You know, direction of the team is just, you know, this feels like a once-in-a-lifetime experience because it's happened exactly once in my lifetime. Um, but really wanted to steer the conversation uh, to some, you know, unheralded heroes of the win last night or yesterday. Uh, particularly, number one, I, I feel like the offensive line, you know, at the very least met the challenge in pass protection, and that was absolutely critical. For us to be able to mount that comeback, especially when you're down 17, you know you're going to have to throw the ball to get back in the game. Um, second, uh, I, you know, the first half was giving me heartburn watching Trey Herndon repeatedly jump off, jump out of the screen. Um, so, and, and you know, you know, we don't get the all 22 watching uh, from on Fox, you know, the the live broadcast, so you don't really get an idea of what changed. But nonetheless, it's clear that Caldwell made an adjustment. Uh, to the defensive game plan in that second half. I mean, uh, they, they showed a couple of replays where C.D. Lane was being bracketed. But but nonetheless, I think that those are two underrated aspects that, that helped us get away with the win yesterday. Is the, the offensive line uh, kind of exceeding my own personal expectations and, and meeting the challenge and some defensive adjustments in the second half. I mean, we could talk about Trevor for the rest of the day, and I'm, and I'm cool with that, you know. No, I got you, here, brother. But, no, you're, you're absolutely but, uh, right, Barry. Go, go ahead, finish your thought. No, but but that's really it. I mean, you know, football is a team game. You know, uh, it, the quarterback's the most important piece, but we got to have the rest of the guys fall in line too. And it, without those two things, you know, we're losers today. So uh, I'll take the I'll take your, your comments off air. Just wanted to throw that out. There. I appreciate. it. Don't know if you've been listening since the beginning of the show. It was one of the first things I did when I came on and said, you know what, we didn't talk about enough on the scoreboard show yesterday. The offensive line. Yeah. Trevor not getting hit. Now Trevor made some great escapes, but. On top of the protection, Tony, we're okay. You know, you know, you're not going to get away sack free every game. Michael Parsons got one. They were credited the Dallas Cowboys with four quarterback hits. That doesn't mean he was only touched four times, but actual hits mm-hmm. on Trevor Lawrence. Right? It's not a, a huge amount. The Jags, who are renowned to have no pass rush, got eight quarterback hits on Dak Prescott. Right, with three sacks in the football game. Um, so. Yeah, the offensive line did a good job overall, I thought, in pass protection. Got some help from their quarterback. You're going to need that. Travis Etienne averaged 5.4 yards a carry yesterday. Jamal Agnew, now I understand it, that's not like as direct impact with the offensive line, but they still got to make blocks. Averaged 17 yards on his three carries yesterday. Yeah. But, look, it, it felt like at times, like the Cowboys were just picking up six every time, running the ball, right? Well, they weren't. Tony Pollard averaged 3.9 a carry. Yeah. Ezekiel Elliott averaged 3.6. So we'd see those eight-yard runs, but then they'd stuff Pollard for a two-yard loss. You know, and they did it enough that they needed 35 combined carries to put up about 133 yards. Travis Etienne had 19 carries and had only 30 yards less. So pretty productive there. No doubt. Uh, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, Miles calling in from Dallas, Texas, of all places. Hello, Miles. Hello, boys. It's good to talk to you guys again, man. Um, I, I, the, the guy I was talking about earlier, he's saying how, you know, the feeling that he was having, man. Look, I, I know you guys maybe or may not have ever resided anywhere else when you were a Jaguar fan. This right here is one of the greatest feelings I've ever had in my life because I've been a lifelong Jaguar fan, right? So I can walk around with this teal on the way I'm doing right now, nobody can say anything. I mean, these are quiet. These are actually really nice people. Just, just going to say about like the people here and there. They're nice people. So, but 
we're we're not like the nicest people from Jacksonville. You know what I mean? Like we're we're like we're thick skin or thin skin. Like when you say anything about us, man, we're ready to go. You know what I mean? So it's just like it, it feels good to to not have to 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 worry about like the guy at the Dallas Athletic Club the other day was like, "You're in the wrong state with that hat on." You know, I wear it every day. You know what I'm saying? And so he's like, he's like, I was like, all right, bro, we'll see. We'll see. I'm not going to talk to you today. I'm going to talk to you on Tuesday when y'all open again. I got to deliver to you. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, look, we, we'll, we'll talk about this to anybody who will listen. And it's like the teal is loud. The gold is, is gold. And the black is bold, baby. That's what it is. You know what I'm saying? That's who we are as, as Jaguar fans, baby. We bold. So. I, this is the greatest feeling I've had in my life, dude. And I just love the Jaguars. Appreciate y'all for what you do, man. All right. Appreciate it. Appreciate you, Miles. Hope you have better feelings. And I mean, it's a great mm-hmm. feeling. <laughs> you know, I hope your life uh, has even higher peaks along the way. Yeah. In fact, this season from this team, and that's all still possible. All right, uh, man, we are excited. Gotta love Victory Monday, baby. I mean, it's not the first time we've done it back-to-back this year, but four and six weeks, Tony. Get to be a little bit of a habit. Uh, you know, I don't know if we've tried a victory Friday anytime recently, but wouldn't mind doing bookend victory days on it's uh, time the week. For one for sure. Holy yeah. smokes. All right, we'll come back. If we have time, we'll get a call or two in on the other side. We'll give some final thoughts on the uh, Jags' performance against the Dallas Cowboys, and uh, we'll wrap this one up and uh, send you off into the afternoon here on 1010XL and 92.5 FM. Step out of bounds. Make sure you caught the football. There were, there were a bunch of things still going through my head, but I just I, I've been a part of I think two walk-off games. Um, one when I was a player in Green Bay. In fact, the guy on the other side of the field, Al Harris, actually picked it off for us and went into the end zone. Um, and uh, today, so this one is obviously a little more special. But now more Jaguars today on 1010XL 92.5 FM. All right, there you go, head coach Doug Peterson on. You know, what was he thinking? What was going on after the Rayshon Jenkins pick six? Not the only walk-off win in the NFL yesterday. Hey, Mac Jones. <laughs> he took the nasty uh, stiff Here arm. comes Chandler. Oh, that was hilarious to me. Uh, what happened to Mac Jones, the better quarterback? What happened? Oh, we did, took the wrong guy. We took the wrong guy. Side, don't, don't think we've forgotten. Mm. Right? Mm. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. Um, all right. Didn't know if I wanted to go down this road. I'm going to do it very briefly. Uh, E.T., why don't you fire up the 10-10 take, please? 10-10. 10-10 take. Now, the 10-10 take with Mike Dempsey. Brought to you by Northern Tool. Start solving your projects today at northerntool.com. We're made for this. All right, listen. It's pretty evident. My comments, I speak for me, okay? Um, So, don't put this on anybody else but me. But, you know, hearing Doug Peterson say, talking about, I look to make sure there are no flags on the field. Well, the damn one flying above the field yesterday, and this does not reflect on the 99.999999999% of people in Jacksonville that I've met that are fantastic, wonderful people and does not besmirch anyone who doesn't believe in this. But... You pathetic losers dragging a Confederate flag around the sky going, "Eh, history, not hate. Yeah, history of hate. Shut the hell up. Get the hell out of this city. Or you know what? Maybe better yet, won't you wear it on your shirt, 
okay? So we can see. Why don't you show up at the stadium? Why don't you have a, you know, just show up at the stadium and see how you're greeted there. See what kind of support you get instead of getting up in a little plane, flying it high above the sky. You know exactly what I'm talking about. You know, if anybody's got a problem with this, feel free to never listen to this show again, never follow me on anything, never whatever, okay? I mean, the fact that we even have to talk about this and mention this crap, and I had no idea about this until I got home late last night, and I see this, and I'm like, man, I'm in too good a mood. I'm just not – I go into bed. I'm just going to put this aside. So, anyway, off my soapbox. Mm -hmm. Shouldn't have to be said. I think the vast majority of people – I'm not saying this reflects on you, Jaguar fans. Do not think that for a second. But somebody trying to take advantage of this joyful occasion to spread their – I got to be careful what I (laughs) – there are FCC rules about what I'm allowed to say here. So – I think you get the point. Let's move on, all right? Uh, you've been answering the Chad and Sandy real estate question today all day. Chad and Sandy real estate, multiple offers on your home in three days, or they'll sell it for free. You can see them online at chadandsandy.com. Just asking for your reaction to what went down yesterday on the field between the Jags and the Dallas Cowboys. Let's get our good friend Matt Teague on board, get a few more in here before we uh, get out of Dodge. Matt, good morning. How are you? I'm good, Mike. How are you guys doing? We're wonderful. What's up? Awesome. Yeah, how about them Jags? Oh, what a, what a day. And I first thing I saw, not to lay on that, first thing as I saw as I stepped out of the tailgate was that stupid, stupid plane sign. And um, just, I couldn't have said it better. What you said was fantastic, spot on, disgusting. But hey, I got to say, man, what a great feeling. I'm so, it was a great day yesterday. I mean, I feel like we have officially turned a page. And I'm a better man for it, Mike, Tony, E.T. Like, listen, I feel like I can take anything now. I'm like Steve Martin in Plain Space Automobiles. <laughs> Any insurance seminar, waterboard me, torture me. The last five years have been straight misery. Um, but I feel like after yesterday, I just have all the confidence in the world in our staff and our quarterback. But I do have one message, and then I'll get off. Man, if you're a Jaguars fan, this year, watching Trevor and having Doug Peterson, and you sold your tickets to the Ravens or the Cowboys, in my opinion, your Jaguar credentials are done. You got a five-year. You need to go get you a starter pack with the Sharks or whoever, the Icemen. <laughs> Work your way up. Years. <laughs> Work your way back up. It's back down to the, to the double A's. I'm just, and, and I mean this, man. Like we need. I'm tired of the 50-50 crowds. We need a whole new generation of Jags fans. If you're about to get married, you're a thirty-something. You know, blow twenty grand on a wedding. Just tell them, hey, I want season tickets for the family for the rest of my life, and we'll go elope somewhere. Go Jags! All right, thank you, Matt. Look, I, <laughs> I'm not going to get on anybody. If you've been a season ticket holder forever, man, you know, this is it's been what it is, right? And yeah. and it's been a disappointment, and maybe you haven't turned the corner to realize things are different right now. Uh, and you could have probably, I imagine. I don't know what they're going for, but I imagine you would have got at least half of like what you paid for your season tickets just on a return on the Dallas ticket yesterday. Maybe more. Uh, so, you know, yeah. I hope you're right, Matt, and I hope we have more obvious now going forward. The opinion will be, you know what? Why, why wouldn't we win this game? We are going to win this game. Doesn't mm-hmm. matter who the opponent is. You look back now, Tony. They're up 14 to nothing on the Philadelphia Eagles, which is clearly the best team record-wise in the National Football League. They didn't finish it. But this team is showing you they can play with anybody. 
can they finish them off? Well, they're starting to learn how to do that. I don't, I don't know if that's even the right expression, this whole learn to win thing, but they're figuring it out. That's for damn sure. By the way, <laughs> I, I appreciate most, most people are, in my opinion, on the what I just commented on a moment ago, um, all in agreement on this. For the handful that are sending texts on the opposite side, oh, you know, we I see all your info right here. <laughs> it's good to know who's out there so we can identify you and maybe quarantine you in a dark hole somewhere. All right, uh, that'll do it for today. I don't want to end it on a downer note. Jags won. Did you hear that, Tony? They did, yeah. For the fourth time in six weeks, walk off, run off, call it whatever you like. You know why they call it a walk off, by the way? Everyone's, why do they call it a walk-off? Why is it a walk-off? Because, like, in baseball, you hit a game-winning home run at the bottom of the ninth, the defense walks off the field. Yep. For the, the only time, they just walk off. They don't jog off. They don't run off. That's it. That's why it's a walk-off. You're not walking off. They're walking off. Yep. Hanging their head because their day is done. Hope they enjoyed the flight back to Dallas. All right, let's uh, say hello to XL Primetime. Now, the two-minute drill brought to you by Tire Outlet. Keeping the sports world spinning with wholesale prices and premium service. Tire Outlet, Jacksonville's largest locally owned automotive repair shop. Joe C in the house. What's up? What's oh, up? oh, what do you mean, what is up? I know you are just yeah. saying that as a greeting, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's a, a terrific well, day, man. How about this? It's on the up. It, it, it's, I mean, what level you want to say? I mean, Jaguar fans, someone will go, we're going to Super Bowl. All right. Yeah. <laughs> like, do you in any? Is there a team that they couldn't beat in a one-game scenario? Doesn't mean they're guaranteed to beat them. Right. I don't well, think there's a team they couldn't throw punches with right now. Exactly. Throw punches is a great way to put it. All right. Look, what has Detroit done? They've won six of their last seven. Sure. Incl- including beating up on this team. But this team is also turning heads the exact same way. So if you had to name who were the surprise teams, AFC and NFC, I think those would probably be the two. Sure, and, and, I'm Minnesota and, for the overall this yeah. year, but yeah, no, de- definitely. Yeah, yeah, I just and I mean in recent weeks, the way things no have question. turned on a dime, no question. And it would have been great, obviously, if Jackson would have been able to do something differently up in Detroit. But the bottom line is, three of the last four, the way they have been able to do it, ending a, a basically a decade long streak up in Nashville, beating a, a team that was considered top three, four, or five in the power rankings and doing it in the fashion that they did from 17 points down. Look, this is Duval in December. We have not had that. And this is, this is not had that in a while. And this is pretty damn cool to feel this way. And I know every every Jaguar fan out there that was in the stadium yesterday and everyone that was watching, uh, they were going nuts. They were going nuts. It's awesome. It's yep. phenomenal. Yep. You know, it's just and that- at some point you had to say, uh, you know, like, when did you check out? Or when did you check out? Or, you know, when, when were you, when did you think it was over? You know, that type of thing. But they were able to fall and battle back. Yeah, it's just you finally have now, again. Mark Brunell had some great clutch moments. David yeah. Garrard had some great clutch moments. Even Blake Bortles did, yeah. right? Yeah. You almost you're getting to the point now, and we, if we're not there yet, and I don't think we're fully there. In the not too distant future, mm-hmm. we're going to be expecting this. I mean, this is the guy. He's the guy. That's right. the guy. Yeah. Or yeah. as they like to say, he is him. Yeah. He is him. <laughs> Well, I just like the fact that, that he said he was tired of what was happening coming out of the Denver loss in, in London. And there are two or three games that uh, we thought might haunt this football team. They may still haunt this football team. But that loss uh, in London to, to the Rust, Rusty Russell uh, and then the loss to the Giants and the loss to the Texans, those are the three that drive a lot of them, a lot of people crazy out there. But now they're right in the ship. 
these are games that not too many people even thought of penciling in as a dub up in Nashville and here against Dallas. Huge. Wow. Have a fun show. Yeah, man. You yeah. will. <laughs> we certainly did. In, in, in anticipation of the Jets game on Thursday night, NFL Films would be in here. This basically tells the story of how fired up the NFL and, and this fan base can be together because people are paying attention. People are noticing right now. Hey, it's all in their hands. Yeah. Gotta awesome. Got to win three more football games. Exactly. So, uh, Joe, have a good show. Bye, buddy. There you go. Uh, got this on the text line, designed by Lifetime Enclosures, as we go out the door in, in response to the plane dragging that banner. Wanted it to be known. Uh, the the uh, texter said the person responsible are from Tampa. That's an important call out to be made. Look, I don't care. If they're from Jacksonville, like I said, it wouldn't matter. They don't represent you. If you're not that person, just because they, even if they were from Jacksonville or no matter where they're from, I'm just saying that sentiment, get it the hell out of this city. Uh, get it the hell out of the world. Um, you know, I'm not naive. It's not going away anytime soon. But uh, you sit there and silently let it go by, then uh, you're part of the problem, you know, to some degree. So let's call that crap out when we see it. And I think, again, we've said enough on that front. Jags win. Jags win, Tony. Yes, they do, yeah. How about them Jaguars? Oh, my gosh. I can't wait. My buddy, Michael Fabiano, huge Dallas Cowboy fan. I mm-hmm. just texted him. I texted him, suck it, with a bunch of exclamation points. He, I haven't heard back from him yet. Maybe we're not as good of friends as I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Bowden, he's another one on Sirius XM. He always ends the show with how about them Cowboys on the Fantasy Alarm. Oh, Jim, what you got to say, buddy? Oh, I cannot wait. Got a three-hour show tonight. I'm going to have a hell of a good time. All right, that's going to do it for us. Uh, David Garrard had the day off. Uh, we'll see DG in the new year. Tony Smith, have a great day. You too. ET, have a great day. Yeah. Jag Nation, have a great day. Have a great week. You don't have to adhere to the 12-hour rule, the 24-hour rule. And uh, we'll check the tape tomorrow. I bet there's going to be some fun things to see on it with Jeff Lagerman. So, uh, for all the aforementioned and all of you out there, all you – diehard Duval fans out there. Uh, Keep hanging in there. The best is still yet to come. We're excited about it for sure. This has been Jaguars Today on 1010XL 92.5 FM. Yo, Jacksonville, let's go. Duval! Duval! Duval!